it is so much time for verbal tap because I learned, I'm Kevin, that things are not always easier fighting wise from outside the cage because my main host here, Raph, doesn't like the original Space Jam, which means that it's time for verbal tap, the show that proves fighting easier from outside the cage. I'll say it for contractual reasons. I am your host, Kevin, with me, of course, Raph Esparza. Raph. How are you? Before I want to like, let's movie. demonstrate. It's not some a good de- movie. It is you being a child and having fond memories of a shitty movie. I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Is this the R. Kelly thing? Is it because no, R. Kelly created R- one of the most important songs in the movie? And I agree. Yes. It hasn't aged well. I part. believe I can conveniently forget who sang this song. Is the name of the song? <laughs> yes. I that part was uh I'm, I rewatched the original Space Jam today because yeah. I I finally got through it in a three night increment. It was like Game of Thrones getting <laughs> through the fucking server world to get to the basketball game that ended Space Jam with LeBron James. We're gonna get to a lot of MMA things. Ariel Hawani jumps ship. He's now a part of the Ringer. We can hear whatever we want. He's up Spotify's as it's great. It's the best. He's all Brody about. I'm not going to retaliate against Dana and then did a 45-minute hit job on Bill Simmons' podcast. I was like, love this. I'm here for the pettiness. I'm here for the world. Misha Tate is back, even though she wasn't the headliner. I'm going to mention that. I do know I'm a bit of a Debbie Downer on that regard, but she should have been. She fucking is way more talented than Mokchev or Moises. The fact mm. that she came back after giving birth is proof of that. I've digressed, Raph. And you have been inundating me because despite rejoining the grappling world, I don't even know what Craig Jones is doing. There was so much going on from a thing called Who's Number One, which does sound like a Dr. Evil fight sketch, doesn't Mm -hmm. it? Who's who's number one? (laughs) Who does number one work for? Who does number one work for? And Submission Underground. But, Raph, before Mm. we get to all that, Michael Mm -hmm. Jordan helping the tunes keep from getting abducted to an alien planet where they're going to be forced into some pretty hard labor. I don't want to get into the avocado trade or like what weed went through in the two thousands, but that he, Michael Jordan goes, he's golfing. He's just with Larry bird, and Bill Murray having the best time on the planet. And you made a comment earlier. that was like, besides Bill Murray, where are the jokes? It's like, okay, Let's go to Ghostbusters. Besides Bill Murray, where are the jokes? <laughs> Let's go to SNL, 76 through 78. Besides I point this Bill out. Murray, where I'm are really the jokes? I'm really pissed that I told you that because you had time to think about that line and come back with fire, and it really makes me bad. I should have saved it in the chamber for this. For hours, if you can't tell. <laughs> I went through his IMDB. I was like, mm-hmm. I hate that comment. So <laughs> I felt like someone was holding my forehead and I was trying to run at them. I was like, you did not just besides Bill Murray me. I besides want to point Don out, Cheadle, where are the jokes? First of all, Don Cheadle is an American treasure, so I'm not going to comment about what he had to do in that movie. I want to comment on this, Mm -hmm. because we're comparing two different movies, and I'm not saying either of them are great. And Space Jam 2. But Space Jam 1, it was surprising to me, because I have mentioned multiple times on this show how Space Jam 1 is terrible. And yet, for some reason, Weed, I think... Kevin has conveniently blocked that out of didn't every mention. Didn't store the information. Didn't store it. I, there's a lot about you I've stored. That, that didn't show up. 
But I've had to unstore some things pending who signed with the Lakers and who didn't. So, you know, maybe it got deleted with some mail I was trying to save, but it was in that folder that was wrong <laughs> called Raph's Horrible Movie Takes. Oh, this is terrible. Okay, so I have never liked this movie. I saw this movie in the theater. Everybody was looking around at me and going, did you like that? I go, you didn't even laugh. You didn't like that. And they go, oh, man, but it's enjoyable. I go, what was enjoyable? It's 96. You're like 12? Yeah. Shitting? Oh, you're not even 12. You're like 11. I Just like, this movie blows. Person. I watched Leo crush this stage. I won't. You're, this is a showbiz thing, maybe. I want to point this out. From a young age, I was already reviewing movies for a local newspaper. So, yeah, I was that kid. So to me, when I saw that movie, and I do like the Looney Tunes characters, and I saw that they weren't true to their form, I thought, oh, they're just basically doing what they did at that age. Do you remember what they did to the Looney Tunes 90s when they were all choloed out and they were all thugged out? They just said, you know what? We just need these characters to exist in the 90s in some way. And it was forced so that when you see them doing a play on Pulp Fiction, you think, what the fuck is this about? But that is not even the big thing. Pop culture is inherent with the Looney Tunes. The problem is that movie is 90 minutes of Looney Tunes characters sucking Michael Jordan's dick. I, and it is a I will take umbrage with it. It's, also, it's like 45 minutes of people stealing talent from some NBA stars. That's not the issue. The no. 1996 Space Jam is a basketball movie. The 2000, I'm not trying to reveal, reveal too much because there's no way everyone's had the chance to go see it. You know what? <laughs> it's an MMA podcast. And people are like, not going to catch it. Thanks, Kev. There is no basketball in this movie. There's enough basketball. There is 0% basketball. In you know this why they didn't movie. have the basketball in the movie, Kevin, I'll answer it for you. I have a real reason why. It got expensive. They were shooting the Monstars, and they were like, the Goon Squad was really pricey in that first graphics section. It's because literally two-thirds of the calendar year is the NBA Finals. So they figure on any given day there's still basketball on the television, so you don't need to see it on the fucking movie. Anyway, not important. Is Kevin, LeBron's son the villain? Who is the villain? LeBron's parenting? Can you help me with, like, who are we against in this movie? We are against uh, injustice. Okay. We are against... Uh, it's tough because LeBron's son scans in all the people and players. That's his yeah. technology. Mm -hmm. He just meets a crazy Russian guy named Al G. Rhythm. Mm -hmm. And you're like, well, okay... I'm an hour and 40 minutes into this movie. Who's mm -hmm. the villain? And I would Everybody's argue the villain. you're the villain. That's the parenting. secret of it, Kevin. Just think about it. You're I, the villain, too. I just thought you... it would be the goon squad or the monsters like it is in the first movie. I was like, that's the villain. Got it. But this is much more like the movie Unfaithful with Diane Lane and Richard Gere, which people need to see. They do need to see that movie. This that is unfaithful. Fair. You're like, okay, I spent an hour it. thinking that the enemy was monogamy and marriage and the constrictions, and now I think it's Richard's Gere anger's issues. So that's what I left Space Jam let's, to. Let's stop that right there. A that's new the worst legacy. comparison for a great movie. I want to tell you that here is what it becomes. 
unlike Michael Jordan, who only has 1.5 emotions in Space Jam the First, where he just makes bug eyes. What about excitement when he almost hits the hole in one? I mean, we know now bugs did it, but that's excitement. He's up and down. He jumps. No, the real Michael Jordan is not doing golfing without gambling. So there is way, way historical inaccuracy. They do gamble. You haven't even seen the movie in time. They sit closest to the pin. And they cut the part where if you watch the match (laughs) with Tom Brady now, where it's like Hunter Grant says closest to the pin after Larry hits it. But that they cut that part because they were like, well, kids can't. It's a kid's movie. We can't really teach these kids. But they do say closest to the pin. And there's a nod. nod. They get nothing. They get nothing. (laughs) So, Kevin, when that's happening and everybody's all great. I've said this about the movie. The soundtrack is great. It's great. Super good. My redeeming effort. I went back and I rewatched Space Jam and I said, you know what? Have I changed? Has anything been better? Have I been too harsh on this movie? And I say, no, I have actually been the appropriate amount of harsh because the comedy doesn't add up. The Looney Tunes characters are not their authentic self. And does it have a good fun plot? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Some crazy monsters. Oh, wait, is that corporate synergy for Magic Mountain? Hmm. More on. On Mount Monsters, characters here at Magic Mountain that will increase their ability to make this. Is this from Roadrunner? Oh my god, it was a conglomerate all those years ago. So that's why this whole thing of them having too much corporate into it, I get it. It's what they do. It is a kid's movie. It is not made for us. But I will say, if we are going to compare as adults, because we're talking about a children's movie here, that is strangely very important to people. Let's talk about the fact, Michael Jordan, 1.5 emotions. LeBron James, all of the emotions, all three of them. Advantage, King James. Uh, You uh, blew my mind earlier with the fact that they almost made a golf jam and a skate jam. And I have got to tell you. It angers me viscerally neither of those movies were made. Especially like 2002, Skate Jam, 2000. Like, I am, I watched that movie grind. Like, people would watch that. There's a lot. Spy Jam starring Jackie Chan, I'm less in on. I didn't mm-hmm. enjoy that one as much. But the Tony Hawk Tiger, I was like, I like the sports theme. But we've ultimately gotten back to the whole problem here. Even though uh, the Michael Jordan cameo is, I saw it coming from one million miles away. Mm-hmm. Not how I would have used him. Would have used him more in the Bill Murray role, where he comes in off the bench to help us. But that would have required them shooting basketball scenes again. Okay, first of all, you're not going to get Michael Jordan in a cameo. He unless plays ball. He's mentioned it. He was in the celebrity game. He's not going to do it for cheap. He's going to really charge them and look at how many writers they had to buy for this movie. Too much. All the properties, too much money being. You and I could have written a better Space Jam 2 tomorrow. It is not close. If we had the budget and the technological capabilities, it's like you all forgot the really important part here. And then it shouldn't be about LeBron's parenting. He's playing a real character. And it's not like the moment in 1996. This... You have to admit this. It's a weird mm. 
LeBron is playing LeBron James and he's playing a shitty father mm-hmm. for like 90 minutes of this movie. Yeah. It's weird. I don't want to see LeBron James sucking at being a dad. No, but I buy that more than Michael Jordan being a nice human being in 1996. Agreed. Well, no, I disagree. That was fun. Mm -hmm. That was like, you just need to Mm -hmm. see this much of Michael Jordan. They're not saying he's a nice human being. They did a documentary where they showed us. That's all they're saying. They showed us a documentary of the shit he was pulling. The same Michael Jordan that was literally saying, come to Space Jam camp so I can learn your fucking secrets and use it against you. Even then, he made a movie just so he could beat Reggie Miller in the 1997 Eastern Conference Finals. That's what we should all be aspiring to. It's great, but I'm telling you, if there's the Michael Jordan that's like, we love you, Michael Jordan, you're so gay, you're so gay. No, you're not. Michael Jordan at that time would have been like, get the fuck out of my face, Tweety. And he kind of does. That's why I enjoyed it, but it was still. A sports movie. You've skirted around it, but you admit I'm right. This is not a sports movie. I'm angry because at one point you said the score was not accurate to the game of basketball, which to me says. That is not what I said. You are being hyperbolic. What I said was all of a sudden the game starts. Four minutes later, it's 1,000 to 37. Because it's a Looney Tunes film about video games. And if I sound like. Uh, what's his fucking nuts? Who is there from TNT? <laughs> uh, t- it's I can only <laughs> I can only Ernie thank Ernie. Yep. And actually, um, the guy from Get Out is so fucking funny. He and Ro- that they should do real games together. That would be really. You're talking lot. about Little Rel in that. I am talking about Little Rel. A lot more fun. Like just the, his like he's the him and Sonique Green are the only ones acting in the movie. Yeah. They're the only Ooh. ones selling what's happening. None of LeBron's children. LeBron certainly isn't. But it's weird to me. It's a whole movie about him being a father that learns how to be a dad. Kevin, it's called emotions. Have them sometimes. And if anybody is really, because I put on some post somewhere, I said, hey, listen, let's all agree. Even if you guys think the movie is shit, which, by the way, not made for you. Let's agree that. LeBron has more acting range than Michael Jordan. No, and then people were losing their minds on the internet. He and doesn't. I gotta tell you, Michael is so much better in Space Jam than LeBron is. I is love LeBron. I'm a LeBron guy. Good. And I'm still like, not a good actor. Seems confused. Seems like he's constantly like, what was my line? It's like, well, it's kind yeah, of okay. like a feeling Shaq thing. really showed up in the movie at some point. Well, <laughs> Shaq would have been unbelievable in this. Where was Shaq? That's my fucking problem, man. Where were the NBA players? We're supposed to get like a whole go bigger. Get a whole bench. We got a whole thing now. Like, hey, Algie Rhythm, who gives a shit? It costs as much to make Diana Taurasi the third quarter as it does the second. So just like, okay, hey, we're bringing in Grant Hill from 1999. Bring people in make it a fun anyway we've already diverted we've we spent so much MMA. time on this i just want kevin to understand that yes hey we're doing do a Connor, we're doing fight jam conor mcgregor it's Ooh. an hour and a half of his legal struggles in seven minutes of him fighting anderson silva get ready it's like that's, oh, that's actually you movie. know what that's a great movie now that you bring that up that's fight terrible jam fight great. jam is great though conor or like anderson silva oh a john jones moment like Fight Jam's great. I'm in on a guy that has like, or a gal that has to go through like eight rounds. Ra- Ow, Ronda Rousey's career. Fight Jam. Damn. 
Mm. I'm in on Rhonda, like arm barring the shit out of people. Lola Bunny's very like confronted by her and is like, I don't like her style. I don't know. And then they become friends and they take out the world. That would actually be a lot of fun. Better <sighs> movies. Then that's what we'll get to. Yeah. We'll get to Space Jam Fight Jam next, which will be fun <laughs> for both of us. Misha Tate's back. Is, do we just stop and celebrate the fact that she's back? Yes. Okay. Wow. Knocking people the fuck out with elbows. Mm-hmm. Retires. Takes a little breather. Has children. Starts a new chapter. Says, coming back. I'm going to come back and fight people. I know I gave birth. <laughs> and that's cool. But I have got to come elbow this shit out of someone until they are no longer able to fight anymore. And that's what she did, Rav. She's back. Fighting it's two cool. on this card. Way better than anyone else on the card. Fighting <laughs> two carries the card is the only reason I know about the card. That's fair. Um, Islam Makachev would probably say something different to you, but... I wouldn't be able to hear it because I'd be choked out. Fair. Misha Tate. Very good to see her back in form. You know what's weird, though? Talk about old things, like old rivalries coming back. <sighs> Holly Holm wants to have uh, her second fight with her now. I bet. How bored is Holly Holm? Holly's like, I haven't hit anyone with my car. I'm <laughs> one of the good Jackson people out here. I'm just, like, fucking people up, not ready. I can't beat Amanda Nunez, but who can? Maybe time? Maybe a, a few men? Maybe, a, like, a small militarized unit of people trained like that's not a she needs a money fight this is a money fight yep we also i i, I can say this i just Who feel like could beat amanda nunez should we stop on that for a minute like Whoa. um the people that used to run blackwater if they had enough time and money but <laughs> certainly no one in a cage with her that's not gonna do it Actually, now that you mention it, Amanda Nunez would actually do a really good job, better acting than both Michael Jordan and LeBron James. Fight being Jam, Nunez style. Ole, ole. It has, it's a beautiful, Disney's getting more multicultural. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a Brazilian story about fight winning. Well, that's going to earn a lot of, damn, that's a good idea again. We, it's just her being like, oh my God, Bugs Bunny, I did not expect you to be here too. <laughs> and then he's just like, and eh, what's that back? And she just goes, no, this is great. I would like to fight all the peoples for you. Marvin the Martian shows up. She just kicks him into fucking Saturn. Just wham. And we're off. Whoa. <laughs> I, I was like, wait, do I have a Marvin in me? No, nah, I don't. Uh, but I do like the idea of him being like, this means war. Yeah. I was just listening to it. We need to move on. Okay, let's get to the the real thing that people were talking about this weekend, Kevin. Obviously, there were fights. Big ups to Billy Q, Adolfo. That was great to see. And Daniel Rodriguez, friend of the show, coming in with a savage knockout. But I digress. All is not well in the grappling community, Kevin. What happened? (laughs) They're so feisty and sensitive because it's never quite... Well, someone screamed obscenities about my wife and me on national television. It's like, oh, okay. Well, what was it? It was like, oh, they just wore a rash guard that I kind of wore two years ago. Flow grappling ran into a little bit of a problem over this weekend. And the intersection was Gio Martinez 
and Mikey Musumeshi. Can I call this segment heavy flow grappling and still be invited back to the next show? You definitely won't be invited back to anything flow grappling related, but we will award you for that punnery. I don't know how to explain this to anybody else, but it is rare. And congratulations to our friend Milton Aguayo, who just opened up his new MMA gym. I was there doing photos, so I didn't really see too much of what was happening at who's number one. But when I did tune in, the first thing that made its way to me from Flow Grappling was Mikey has some harsh words for Geo. And I thought, oh, God, what happened? Like, what did Geo do that would have made Mikey so mad? I have news for you, Kevin. I still don't know. Yeah, you did hit me with one of your rare be prepared for this topic assignments yeah. beforehand. And I did try to hone in. Um, if, and I do mean this, if you and I were fighting and you said something memorable enough for it to offend me. Now, keep in mind, I've, I've done open mic comedy in Washington, D.C. So it's a little different in terms of my <laughs> threshold for what you've said that would anger me. But I would remember and I would articulate it. I'd be like, that person called me an unfunny cracker and it hurt. I would be able to remember it verbatim as I still do with that person screamed at me <laughs> at the DC open mic. Better than the person who's just like, we don't need to hear you, sweet pea, and then didn't let me on stage. That was pretty brutal as well. Raph, I saw Mike Musumeki lose control of his emotional feelings. Because, and I will tell you, it's one of those moments where I lost track of what the argument was about, the morality one needs to have to be a black belt, and what was just said to him in the cage. But why is he so pissed off at Gio Martinez? He was Still, like, he, he hmm. said so much shit during the match. It's like, well, what did he say? It's like, look, it was just, it was in the match. And it's like, well, you guys were jawing at each other. I wasn't jawing at him. It's like, could you just get back to what he said that upset you so deeply? Yes. No. What's wrong? Still don't know. Let's give some context. So Flo has been very uh, heavy in promoting this in a pro wrestling fashion, which, hey, listen, it's nice to be copied. You know what I mean, Kev? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> the marriage of pro wrestling and promoting. Who would have ever saw that coming? Anyway, they're doing it and they get the two athletes on their their podcast and they get them to kind of amp up the thing. That really doesn't offend me. I really hope that they're able to get people interested in these fights. So I don't mind trash talk. What does become odd is then what do those rivalries mean when they get out to the actual floor? In this particular case, it seemed that Geo had an offhand comment about Mikey saying things in Portuguese, but with the good-natured version of a joke that says, oh, well, you're not even Portuguese. Like, you're not even, like, Brazilian, dude. You're just just doing that. And I think Mikey took it personally. Now, what we don't know... You think Mikey took it personally? (laughs) He could not have been more pissed off about that moment. And it did feel a little like, look, he made fun of my fucking Superman 
lunch pail because it <laughs> he said it was pink, not red. And I admit, like the colors have faded a little, but it's clearly a fucking Superman thing. And it was like, Mikey, what's pissed you off? And it's like, he said my fucking lunch pail was a superwoman thing. And you're like, okay, because you just like are use your words, take deep breaths. <laughs> is, is he okay? I assume he is. To make things even more complicated, though, it is the fact that Mikey is very instrumental in saying, I'm here to fight and make friends. And then later was being quoted, maybe directed by Flow Grappling. I won't say anything. But he was saying that he's open and welcomes trash talk in the pre-interviews that they do uh, in their headquarters. And he was saying, well, you know, I'm from Jersey. We welcome that. It's fine. It's, it's not a problem. Well, lo and behold, they have a match, which is a very entertaining match. I encourage you to go watch that. And if there's anything that you want to take away from this, please know both these guys are super good at jiu-jitsu. That goes without saying. But it needs to be said because apparently some of you guys like to talk trash about either one of these gentlemen. That may preview where I want to go on this. So they get to the post-interview and they do hype it up, but it does merit some questioning, which is, well, why are you so mad? Followed up by, what did he say? We got to know a little bit more of why he was mad, but we never really figured out what was said. Now, it could be that he didn't want to mention what Gio was saying in there. Maybe Gio was trash-talking him. We don't know that at this point, especially. But he says he's just a low-class person and then says he doesn't deserve to be a black belt, which, oh, yikes. And then mentions that, yes, black belts should be held to a kind of good standard as a person sort of monitor, which we have very bad news for him if that is the case. Nonetheless, it gets weird in that at the very end of it, Mikey makes a mention of saying, you guys don't know how hard I'm working. I don't take days off. And that's where I started to get a little concerned because holy shit, do we not know what is anything that has happened at this time, despite hearing five minutes of a post-fight interview. So that's the context. There are a few takeaways, Kevin. So when you you kind of looked into it, what did you feel you didn't know that you would like to know, Kevin? What pissed off Mike Musumeki? Okay. What, so you and I... I would. I just would remember what it was that sent me over the edge. You know what I'm saying? Is it like, possible, though, that you, as a comedian, hmm. may have a different tolerance than somebody who is just a, a grappler who is not expected to have such a refined ability to block things out? I like where your head's at, but you're insinuating a comedian is less sensitive than a fighter. You might mm -hmm. be right. You might be <laughs> so wrong. I'm also looking. I see Mike Messerich. He, he beat Judy Acasio on the defense. That was this weekend. So I assume they're still like marching towards the Geo rematch. But the problem you and I have is no, 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 no. This the, the match was Geo and and Mikey this weekend. Okay, then what am I looking at? Okay, you you found an old who's number one thing that you sent me from June nineteenth. Yes. Okay. Either way, so this let me like, go ahead. There's another. The anyway, <laughs> I'm still trying to find the event where they fought, which is not a great sign in jujitsu. Yes, of course. But my, 
I'm my only question to you is is it now over? Like I no. barring that I'm not gonna find out what was said. I just don't see Geo saying something like, Okay, if someone makes fun of your Portuguese, like cool. It, but is Mike Mistemecki the the show does there's a few people that are like, Well, he's kind of dramatic. Is this him just Yeah overreacting? There, there was some of that. There was also some He's on the spectrum. That explains it, which, oh boy, that's uh, it's not really a great way to analyze the situation. Uh, I do like the idea that there are some people who would hear that and go, oh, is that what they did? Yes, of course, the great sluice that we have in the form of combat sports. Yeah, that was said at some point, which I would highly encourage you not to do that. But nonetheless, Why? And what happened after? Well, Gio went on Instagram Live and gave his side. And he said, I don't know what I said. I might have said two things. One was, hey, listen, we're not friends because I'm not fake. I have met him and we were friendly and I respect his jujitsu, but I wouldn't call us friends. Friends mean something to me that I know somebody uh, deeply. And I just I don't know him like that. And then I think he was upset because I said something about him learning Portuguese but he just straight out said that I am a bum and I don't deserve to be a black belt. And Gio went a little in on him. So, yeah. And then he said he had basically challenged him to a combat jiu-jitsu match, which I don't think we'll see. But nonetheless. <laughs> it's it the, got it weird, is very jiu-jitsu-y, though. It's like, what was the problem? Neither of us are aware. We'll <laughs> let you know if we solve it in the next round. But here's the dumb part. What's probably going to happen, if I'm just guessing, it seems like they're going to play this up for the drama that they want it to be. And why do they want it to be? Well, I mean, it's getting notoriety. I mean, we're talking about it. But I think the thing that I want to bring up is less about the two of them, say, because if they have some sort of issue with each other, that's on them. And honestly, we don't know what the fuck really happened on the inside. We got two different variations of kind of what happened, and I think we can make some estimations as to what happened. The, I know we know Geo. Do you know Mike? I, I know we've interviewed him. I have interviewed Geo a handful of times. I would probably do the same thing if people asked, are we friends? I'd be like, well, I don't know him like personally, personally, but he's always been very cool with us and respectful, and he's come on our show multiple times. So, yeah, I would say like friendly to, you know, being people who have run into each other a handful of times and I've run into Mikey. I've, I've had conversations with him and he is a very nice and upbeat kid and he is very uh, talented at jujitsu and the narrative that they've used with him is now being used against Geo in a certain sense, in the sense that they say, well, you know, Mikey's got such great morals and values that, you know, Geo might be a bum. Now that I think about it, and I think that's the problem that we are facing with some version of fans, and it's also going the other way, <laughs> where people saw that Gio was getting attacked, and they started saying, like, well, you know what, who does Mikey think he is? The interviewer and, was not prepared for that. Well, no. Do you see no. his face when yes. Mike Musevecki leans in? That, my friends, is pure terror. <laughs> that is what it looks like <laughs> in the eyes of someone who's like, well, I was trying to ask you about the match, and you seem pissed off. And it was like, you have said everything. <laughs> um, 
you asked the following clarifying question. Was there something specific? You've heard Joe Rogan do this 87 fucking thousand times. Is there something specific that he said that really riled you up, that got you mm-hmm. angrier than normal? Because, spoiler alert, people talk shit. I have been at a white belt competition where someone <laughs> bloviated across the mat. I'm going to fuck you up. Like, who, who, <laughs> who could possibly care? Who could care? It doesn't matter. That's the game. When you're competing against someone, some people are like, I must engage in this verbal behavior. It's very normal. It is very normal. So for him to be like, he started talking shit about my Portuguese. It's like, well, what did he say about your Portuguese that offended you so deeply? Was he like, you're not even Portuguese. It's like, this is fucking Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. It's like, Mikey buddy because you focus on the tactics you used in this match to win so that was why i was just on geo's side it's like i don't like this i felt a lot, i felt a lot like i did when joe rogan leaned down next to conor <laughs> mcgregor and was like tell us what happened champ <laughs> i mean think good. about it though kevin flow saw an opportunity they're gonna run with it it's in their brand yeah it is unfortunate, <laughs> though, to try to get people to watch them, no matter what they have to do. Like, I mean, this is this is where they want to go, and this is what they're doing. And there is a lot of fan interaction, and that's more of what I'm talking about right now, which is this: I don't understand how fans can go in and be so crazy fanatical for their guy that they might themselves be exuding the kind of low class bumness that Mikey was trying to bring up. In fact, it might be less that Geo's kind of that person than the people who are in the comment sections who are saying, Geo can't do top competition. Geo's trash. And it is an unintentional, maybe, consequence of a statement that somebody just takes because of fandom and says, well, if this is what Mikey believes and he is our good guy, then therefore the other person is the bad guy. And in this particular I think that's kind of fucking weird and an unfortunate thing because it seems like it's a personality thing between these two guys. So I think that's why you're going to get more of it because you see people are hyped up and they're really feeling a certain way about it. But in actuality, I don't know that I dislike either one of them. I would love to interview Mikey and get his feelings on that and to try and walk through it in a certain way because I don't have any reason to promote whatever the fuck event is coming up next. It would legitimately be from an area of this isn't at all clear and maybe help us better understand it because we don't. And it's just with the intention of do we really want to be that example in the comment section that you are talking about? And that has been the thing that has been just reading thousands of these comments that are just so ridiculous And yeah, I've seen it happen with Mikey too. I've seen people be like, well, you know what? I learned a lot about Mikey that day. Maybe it did. Maybe he's not your guy. But I don't feel like you have to take the fandom of being a Geo person or a Mikey person and use that as some sort of weird, crazy, combative language on other people. But behold, that's where we're at. And it's why you're (laughs) standing by Space Jam 2 over one. I I don't. Okay. You've already signed up up for the Lakers Mafia. Here's Here what I want to say. My best friend, LeBron James, <laughs> longtime best friend of the show. See, that was in my ass memory. off in the movie. Yeah. 
That no, that one's in your memory because he's always been my best friend. Of course, everybody knows that. LeBron James and I go way far back. Look, I don't to know his Akron rap. days. It's not my thing. Not not since the early two thousands. We are going. Do we have any other cards to cover? I think. Oh, hold on, shit. We've hit them. Uh, you know, congratulations to everybody at Submission Underground. Uh, Aaron Teagues, Keith Kikorian got a win. Yeah, I think Pedro I'm finally Marino. staring at the right card. Edwin Najmi was fighting Edwin on it, right? Edwin did win. Yes, he did get the, Pedro, this is the correct card. Keith, there was some tag team BJJ. We are not licensed. I noticed that again. That hurt. Yet another organization lifting from Did you half expect to see pals. Conor McGregor's orthopedist? On the Submission Underground, I did a little bit. Submission now, Underground 25, we have the guy that operated on Connor. Fucking right? Yeah, but I've got some great news for you because I don't know that you saw this. Yeah, as we start to, to round third, this one's pretty good, if we're being honest, Kevin. But I don't know if you picked up the wind of the fact that uh, I was talking about me foot. Uh, and I how... saw some terrible video of him riding around L.A. And thought, yes. I will tell you, I thought it was a bad sign. I was really mm -hmm. expecting him to post a video of him in like some beach in Thailand with 18 nurses. Just mm -hmm. like, it's time to start recovery. And instead, it was like him riding around alone on a tiny cart being like, this is wonderful. And you're like, well, you were in a Lamborghini last time I saw you. Now you look like. My uncle Joe, who's a professional lifeguard, <laughs> and I'm a little confused by what you're doing with your foot right now. So hopefully it's better news than my perception. Maybe. But he was saying that he was going into that fight with stress fracture. Oh God, I can't even say it. Stress fractures in his leg. Mm -hmm. Now, a few days later. Uh, people from the Athletic Commission in Nevada were going, yeah, that's not the case. But Connor was allegedly saying that all of them knew. Dana knew. NAC knew. People knew that he was going in there. He was really trying to make it known that things weren't all okay in Connor McGregor land. And Dana White did come out today and say, Connor McGregor has chronic arthritis in his ankles. Asked NAC about tape. Prior to UFC 264. This is at first I wasn't sure if Dana was going to take the bait. But protect the brand. Protect the brand. What do you think, Kevin? If Dana was ever on our side for anything here at Verbal Tap, what is the first thing that you think that Dana would clean up? about our show like what do you think that he would say that we don't do that we obviously do we don't talk fucking enough about all the great things they do <laughs> i right. just how close am i i i don't know <laughs> i just i don't there's a part of me that data white goes you know these guys don't do fucking impressions everybody knows that <laughs> they get real fucking sound bites you know that everybody um Grappling Central podcast, never a friend of mine. Like, that's what he would maybe do, I think, if he was being super belligerent about us in the wrong way. But yeah, Kev, I just think to myself, like, if you did have an injury, why were you so aggressive in the kicking? 
that part is a little LOL. Everything actually, else is like, maybe you did. I will say, like, as I saw it and I reflect back on the, he's had um, arthritis. It was like, first of all, sad. I, this feels like how you would come to my defense. Some blue belt was like, <laughs> I fucked Kevin up. It's like, he has arthritis. You are being rude. It didn't feel good to hear. This is back to my point. He should be. <laughs> UFC, we're not even that expensive. Could you just call us? Like, we're cheaper image consultants than your stupid, dumbass, billion-dollar CEO can seem to come up with, which is shut up. Connor's allure is his mystery, not the constant <laughs> updates about his arthritic ankles. It's embarrassing, and it proves once again you don't know how to fucking do this. They don't know how to do it. They don't know how to add any mystique. Do you know what Tiger has had for the last 10 years? Back mm. problems. Mm. Not a pill problem. Do you know why? Because they do their research. They've controlled the story since day one. Did he crash his car? Who knows? Months later, does it come out that it was going 140 in a 30 and he might have fallen asleep? Fucking breathe. We don't know all the facts. This is the opposite of that. We're getting like, well, sure. Connor had chlamydia when he was 15. <laughs> Who didn't? Like that can weaken your ankles. And it's, it's sad is what it is. It's the downfall of their icon. They know it. We mm -hmm. saw it. We watched it. We called it. You and I had been out for <laughs> many fights prior. He fought, in theory, Jose Aldo without an ACL. Mm -hmm. Well, your ACL doesn't grow back, everybody. He's still doing things through those injuries where they have been either surgically repaired and restored or medically. But he's not 25, you know? It is pretty great, though, to hear them say that Conor McGregor suffers from a plot point of a Golden Girls episode. <laughs> I. You, Fuck you, because I was just like, see, he's the same as me. Been there. <laughs> That's why I wasn't at Nogi tonight. Arthritis. It's in my foot, my hand, parts of my thigh, I think. Like, you you know, I'm not a doctor. Listen, I'm sure that all the people there that he is doing it with will have the swim class that helps him rehab it. Thank he's you for being a lightweight. <laughs> it's just... I don't know, man. I think sometimes the absurdity sometimes cannot get greater. And then I am consistently maybe elegantly surprised that it happens because I go, oh, you know, what? I did see chronic arthritis as a thing. But yeah, sure. Can I tell you something Why not? super petty that made me feel good today? Mm. Chael Sonnen does the, you know, the bad guy ink, whatever yes. videos. And they used to be like hundreds of thousands of views. Today, I was like, you know, it's been a while since I've checked in from, with my guy. Let's just go see what Chael's doing. And he's like, was Connor injured? I don't know. I don't know. I was like, okay, he's back to just screaming hypothetical questions and not answering them. Cool. And I looked down. It was like 384 views. The, the video had been out for weeks. I was like, that feels good. We've gone from... High thousands to a lot of people being like, does he just 
ask rhetorical questions for 17 minutes and not say anything. Well, it's background school. It is kind of weird, though, that these are the first shows without Ariel. So not going to say it's because he doesn't have Ariel to make those numbers happen. But it is interesting. And again, a lot of people have a lot of feelings on Ariel. But that is definitely one that I think to myself, you know, I mean, he does attract numbers. The rare zone. Spotify zone. Man, I, I the text that I sent to you when I said, "Well, the Ringer does have an MMA podcast. It is still not us. It is Errol Hawaii." <laughs> they were like, "We're so excited to be doing more." So we got the only two journalists that have ever been hired ever, and we've brought them over. Fuck off. <laughs> Good job, Ringer. Thanks for continuing to foster that new talent you all talked about. They are, at the very least, Raph, seriously Mm. committing to doing more MMA stuff. I don't know what that means. But apparently it means a lot of Clubhouse on Spotify, which I don't... Yeah, the Clubhouse is just live this. So good for them. Wasn't There was a social media already. It was called Clubhouse. Wait, it's Spotify's? So Clubhouse is a different app that you download, yeah, and it's essentially radio, and oh, people on, tune into it live. I am on Clubhouse. Hold on, let me oh, go into fuck, it. Of see. course you did. No, I'm not actually on. I haven't done anything. <laughs> but so he was like, "You gotta check out Clubhouse." It's like, do I, or is this just another thing that you're trying to do? All it's I can think about thing. is if somebody tells you that the only thing you hear out of your mouth is why. Why? Why? Tell me why I have to do this one. I'm not. I refuse to join TikTok. I'm too old. I'm too old, rap. You got to dance, too. It's a very difficult thing. <sighs> anyway. Kev, are we... Yeah, yeah we're, we're done, right? We're done. We've yeah. hashed it out. We solved Space Jam. I can't wait for Fight Jam starring Ronda Rousey. Yours starring Amanda Nunez is going to be equally as good. <laughs> I just want to say thank you, everybody, Bucks Bunny, Lola Bunny, <laughs> the Easter Bunny. Already more emotion than we got from LeBron, so tone it back. Tone it back. That'll do it for us tonight. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening. Good night and good fight. Please note, the new number is...